Hey, I'm Andy. I'm Andy. And you're listening to the HMO Podcast. Over 10 years ago, I set myself the challenge of building my own property portfolio. And what began as a short-term investment plan soon became a long-term commitment to change the way young people live together. I've now built several successful businesses. I've raised millions of pounds of investment and I've managed thousands of tenants. Join me and some very special guests to discover the tips, tricks and hacks, the ups and the downs, the best practice and everything else you need to know to start, scale and systemize your very own HMO portfolio. Now. Today, I'm going to share my predictions for the property market in 2022. Now, I am not a self-proclaimed expert. I am no economist and I could be wildly off target here. So feel free to completely disregard my predictions, but we're all allowed to make a bet. And today I'm going to make my bet. I'm going to put my cards on the table and I'm going to share them with you. Don't go anywhere and please enjoy today's episode, the very last episode of 2021 of the HMO podcast. Hey guys, it's Andy here. We're going to be getting back to the podcast in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you very quickly about the HMO roadmap. Now, if you're serious about replacing your income, or perhaps you've already got a HMO portfolio that you want to scale up, then the HMO Roadmap really is your one-stop shop. Inside the Roadmap, you'll find a full 60-lesson course delivered by me, teaching you how to find more deals, how to fund more deals and raise private finance, how to refurbish great properties, how to fill them with great tenants that stay for longer, and how to manage your properties and tenants for the future. We've also got guest workshops added every single month. We've got new videos added every single week about all sorts of topics. We've got downloadable resources, cheat sheets and swipe files to help you. We've got case studies from guests and community members who are doing incredible projects that you can learn from. And we've also built an application just for you that allows you to appraise and evaluate your deals, stack them side by side and track the key metrics that are most important to you. To find out more, head to the hmoroadmap.co.uk now and come and join our incredible community of HMO property investors. So as we all know, the property market has just soared over the last 12 months, hasn't it? Despite the impact that the global pandemic has had on the economy. And lots of people have sought new spaces to live. They've actively searched for cheaper mortgages, more space, more gardens. And that has been really the determining factor of the property market this year. I don't think anybody saw this coming. I mean, the predictions at one point, if you remember, from the experts, not from me, but from the experts, were pretty doomsday at times. And of course, we saw a drop temporarily, but the market shut down, didn't it? But my gosh, it's been absolutely bananas since then. This year has been nuts. It has just rocketed. Now, today, I want to have a chat about what my predictions are, what my thoughts are about the property market next year. Now, to some extent, if I'm totally honest, this doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks because ultimately what will be, will be. You nor I can change this. There's nothing that we can do. What we can do is try and plan as best as possible. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't pan out like that, we're going to have to adapt. We're going to have to change. We're going to have to pivot. We're going to have to find alternative methods. And so we've got to be on our toes anyway. Now, I think it's okay to have a best guess. It's okay to have a plan. But I don't think that anything that we plan has to hinge on the property market doing a particular thing. And honestly, I think the worst thing that anybody could do is believe 
all the hype out there about the next property crash coming and either be fear-mongered into not investing or be fear-mongered into investing before it's too late. Don't do that. You don't need to do that. It's absolute rubbish and you don't need to listen to those sorts of people. You don't need to listen to me either. You don't need to listen to my advice today. It's not advice, but I'm just sharing some thoughts and let's see what they are. So I guess, yeah, the major driving force of the property market and, and that, that sort of rise in values over the last year has in part been that stamp duty holiday that came in, didn't it? Rishi brought that in as a reaction that was really positively received from the pandemic and people took advantage of that. Frustratingly, I actually didn't. I could not get a transaction in during that period of time. I've bought in 2021. Yeah, I'm just thinking now, but I think we missed it. We maybe got the very end of it like when it was tapered. But yeah, disappointingly, I missed it. Am I that bothered? No, not really. You win some, you lose some. It would have been nice to get a good discount on some stamp duty, but it just didn't fall that way. And now that has ended, that tax break has obviously ended. The housing market hasn't really slowed down. It certainly hasn't run out of steam yet. In fact, house prices grew, according to Zupa, by 7.1%. That's insane. You know, across the country, 7.1%. Now, it's not double digits, although some places in the country have, but that is insane, 7.1%. So I think that that really means that house prices have risen by about 16 grand in average over the last 12 months, which is pretty insane. Now, in most regions of the UK, prices have grown by more than they did in 2019 and 2020 combined. So this year, the growth has outpaced 2019 and 2020 combined. That's staggering if you think about the fact that we have been in a global pandemic. You know, I struggle to get my head around just how nuts that is. The average price of a property now has hit 240000 And the gap has widened because of this supply and demand imbalance. Quite simply, there have been more people in the market ready and prepared to spend their money than there have been properties on the market than they can buy. It's boiled down to a very simple supply and demand issue. Combine that with some tax benefits in a real rush and a lot of money in the system and prices have continued to go up this year. So, What do we think is going to happen next year? What do I think is going to happen next year? Well, January and February are typically the months where you see a huge amount of activity. A lot of people enter the new year with lots of ideologies about selling up, maybe making the move, clean slates. A lot of people get divorced and break up over Christmas and decide to sell their house. And so the market tends to be very active in Q1. And I think we're going to see that. I think we're going to see a very active market, lots of transactions. I think you're going to see and hear lots of offers over best and final bids. And I think that that's going to continue. I think that's going to continue into 2022. Now, I think the market is going to start to slow down. I think the pace of growth that we're seeing is going to cool. I think we're going to see agents revert to asking prices and not so much offers over and everything going to sealed bids and agents disclosing every offer that they've had. Agents are just crawling over each other to tell you what the highest offer currently is. And I hate that. I hate that. But they know that they can do that. They they are controlling the market at the minute. It's very much a seller's market. So I think that that's going to cool down. And I think the pace of growth in the housing market, the price is going to cool, but I don't think it's going to stop rising. I think 
we are going to see house prices continuing to rise through 2022. By the end of the year, that will be, again, quite a significant rise. If you combine that with all of the other stuff that's going on, your inflation clearly is going to be a massive issue for us now next year with material prices, availability of materials, cost of labour, you know, that's going to lag, but it will start to rise. All of this is going to start washing through the system. And the reality is rents will lag a little bit. Rents are rising, but not at the pace of house price values. Typically, we see that lag. Now, we have had to force some of those rents up in the last year. A lot of our student stuff, we've managed to just turn up a little bit and we're going to now start putting our professional room rents up as well. So I think there's going to be a lag on those rents coming up. And what that means is for a period of time, probably for the majority of this year, as investors, we're going to have to accept that it's going to be a little bit more difficult to get the yields that we want, to get that net and gross yield, to get that return on investment that we want. Because ultimately not going to be making as much as we'd like on our properties relative to everything else that's going on, not least property values going up and up and up and up and material and labour costs and refurb costs going up and up and up and up. I think we are well beyond the period where valuers and surveyors were twitchy and a lot of stuff is getting downvalued. I think everybody knows where the direction of the market is at the minute. And valuers, certainly, you know, my experience more recently this year is that valuers are feeling a lot more confident. And I think we're going to see that confidence continue into 2022. I don't think we're going to hear people talking about too many down valuations in 2022. In fact, I think we're going to hear a lot of big numbers because I think that that market confidence is going to be there. So I think for the right projects where people can really add value, really add space and really add rooms, I think people are going to do well on valuations. I think we're going to see even more products come to the market, mortgages. We've already just heard that there are some signals that the Bank of England is going to encourage lenders to relax their restrictions a little bit around lending. Now, whether that'll be the entire residential sector, whether that'll extend to investment properties, don't know, but it probably will. What that means is that banks want to spend even more money. Banks want to pour more money into the system. What that means is more people have more cash to buy more properties. And of course, that is going to be part of the fuel. That's going to in part fuel the rise in prices. There is just a huge amount of money washing around in the system at the minute. A lot of those grants that were given out to businesses, a lot of the bounce back loans and business loans, the reality is a lot of that is floating around in the system and money is just pouring into equities at the minute. People are looking for places to store their money. People are looking for a place to get a return on their cash. God, they're not going to get in the bank, are they? It's just burning away in the bank with inflation soaring now over 5%. So people are even more motivated to get money into assets and property is the obvious asset class in the country. HMOs are becoming more and more and more the asset of choice. So unfortunately, my predictions are that the market is continuing to be very, very hot in 2022. Prices are going to continue to increase. Rents will lag a little bit. Refurb prices, materials and labour costs are going to go up and that's all going to be a little bit more challenging for us. However, I think we are entering a boom period. We may already be in it. You often don't know until afterwards, but I think we are entering a boom period. We're potentially going to see an extended period of growth now. And what that means is if you're in the market, if you're holding property, you are going to be making money while you sleep. And I've said it before on the podcast and I'll say it again. I have made more of my money 
through capital appreciation than I have rental income. That's the truth. Now, it's great to get both rental income and the capital appreciation, but I think while it's going to be a little bit tougher, it's still going to be a bit tough to get into the market or get the next one and continue acquiring at what we think is good value. I think we have to remember that actually holding this stuff is going to be very, very valuable over the next few years. And I think 2022, we're going to see that continue. I think we are going to see that continue over the next few years, if I'm totally honest. So I think we're entering a boom period. This is a period of time where a lot of people make a lot of money. But truth is, you have got to be in the market. If you're sat on the sidelines waiting for deals, complaining and moaning that things are too expensive, it's too competitive, you're not going to be at the party. You've got to get to the party. You've got to be dancing at the party. You've got to get involved. You've got to get off the sidelines. That might mean changing your expectations a little bit, reducing your expectations on what's possible in terms of yield, or maybe extending your expectations on what's possible out the back end of your deals. Maybe don't put tons of pressure on yourself to make it all happen within six to 12 months. Give yourself three years to actually make it monetize what you think it should monetize. Because I do think if you give our HMOs these assets a little bit longer, they will definitely perform with prices going up and up and up. So there you go. Not exactly the most thorough and detailed and justified property prediction I'm sure you've ever heard, but who cares? I don't think you need to really. I'm thinking very sort of bird's eye view on the market here. I just sort of think that this is the direction of travel and this is kind of what I'm expecting. And you know what? I'm going to do everything I can to expand my portfolio this year. I am heavy on building my portfolio this year. I'm aggressively investing in some more commercial to residential projects and I'm definitely acquiring more HMOs. I think the HMO market looks stronger than ever. The pandemic has just proved again why this is such a good asset class. But more and more people are starting to recognise this. It's not a secret anymore, guys. So there you go. There are my property predictions for 2022. Feel free to completely disregard them, but I would actually like to know what your predictions are. So please come and share them. Come on over to the HMO community and let me know. Let us know what you think 2022 looks like. Send me a message on Instagram, send me a message on Facebook, whatever it is. Let me know what you think is going to happen. If you think I'm wrong, say, Andy, you're wrong, talking rubbish. This is what's going to happen. Let's have a chat about it. Let's debate it. Let's have some fun. Guys, that's it for 2021. Thank you once again so much for being here, for being a supporter of the show, for turning up, for listening and for being amazing. And thank you for everything that you do for the HMO community. I'm honoured that you let me talk about this stuff to you guys. I'm honoured that we get so many great guests on the show. I'm so grateful for all of your feedback and I'm so super excited to continue doing this in 2022. I've got some wicked episodes and some amazing guests lined up for you in 2022. Best wishes for the new year. Let's hope for all of us that it's a healthy and prosperous one. And you know what? If you find a bit of time, make sure you have a bit of quiet time and plan those goals for next year. I love doing it. It's one of my favourite things to do every single year. I reflect on the last year and I start making my plans and objectives for the year ahead. I'm going to be sharing my goals with you in one of the next episodes of the HMO podcast. So if you're interested to know what my goals and objectives are for the next year, then keep an eye out for that. And I want you to hold me to account as well. That's it for today's episode. That's it for 2021. Thank you once again. Don't forget, I'll be right back here next time. So join me then for another installment of the HMO podcast. 